Welcome to the Christian Education Podcast. My name is Paul Matthews, and it's a real treat to have you here for this From the Pen episode. Now, there have been a lot of new listeners recently. So for those of you who are new around here, first of all, welcome. Second of all, uh, From the Pen is where I narrate, create a sort of mini audio book of the material that I've been writing. Now, I haven't actually been writing as much as I would like. I've got a little something ticking along on the back burner, and I'll tell you more about that in due course if it sort of gathers its critical mass. However, today I'm reading a piece called The Sort of Christian Bubble That God Loves. Now, yes, it's a provocative title, but I think you'll find when listening to the article that I'm making a very specific point here about saturating our child's life with godly instruction. Um, That's something that I think is key to the way God calls us to raise our children. And I'm actually drawing, I think, on a pretty firm foundation, Deuteronomy 6. I read the passage aloud in the podcast. However, I also encourage you to memorize that. That's probably one that's worth having in the brain. Anyway, without further ado, let me get to that reading. I pray that no matter what role you have in God's covenant community, that you would be able to saturate God's children with godly instruction. Rarely is a phrase spat out the side of the evangelical mouth with more disdain than Christian bubble. The phrase itself evokes images of fearful parents exerting an ever-increasing tight-fistedness over their children, lest they encounter an idea contrary to the truth of the scriptures. The cloistering off of Christians from the world seems to come not from a foundation of faith, but fear. And it is at odds with the idea that Christians should not only live good lives, but live them among the pagans, 1 Peter 2.12. So, while it's not biblical, or even possible for that matter, to live in a hermetically sealed Christian ghetto, I believe there is a kind of Christian bubble that God loves. To see this, we need to look at one of the high points of the Old Testament. Christian Education Podcast is brought to you by Teaching in Tassie. At Christian Education National Schools in Tassie, you can make a difference. You have the freedom to express your faith and values, of course with Jesus right at the centre. Tasmania's beautiful environment has space to breathe. We have amazing food and wine, wilderness to explore. There's an adventure right on your doorstep. There are endless opportunities. I've got to tell you, it's almost perfect. To sign up or learn more, visit teachingintassie.com.au and you'll be the first to know when there's a career available. Who knows? It may just have your name on it. God is a teaching God. He communicates with his creatures and leads them in paths of wisdom and righteousness. We can learn more about the kind of teacher God is by examining his most famous lesson. We read in the Old Testament that God gave his people laws. He gave 613 of them, in fact. Thankfully, as any good teacher would, he simplified these laws into 10 main laws. The Ten Commandments are not merely laws among other laws, but a summary of God's entire law. They, unlike other laws, were written by the very finger of God, Deuteronomy 9.10, and placed within the Ark of the Covenant, Deuteronomy 10.1. But God brings things to an even finer point and he summarizes his entire law in one of the most famous passages in all of scripture. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your might. Deuteronomy 6, 4 and 5. 
Now, our Lord himself states that this is the greatest commandment in Matthew 22. This is the greatest teaching in all of Scripture, but it's only half the lesson. Every lesson can be broken down into two components. The first component is obvious. It's the content. What's the lesson being taught? Here, the content is that we should love God with our whole selves. The second component, however, is the pedagogy, a word educators use to describe how the content is being taught. Effectively, every lesson is comprised of what you're going to teach and how you're going to teach it. If we continue on in Deuteronomy, we see not only the content of the lesson, but also the divinely inspired pedagogy. And these words that I command you this day shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 6-9. God, the master teacher, has made his pedagogy clear. Education through saturation. This lesson, taught to the children of his covenant people, is a lesson that is to permeate the child's life. Whether it is at the crack of dawn, high noon, or the last light of dusk, class is in session. The most important lesson filters into the most ordinary of places during meals, leisure, travel, or chores, verse 7. We are to call our covenant children to love and serve the Lord. In being bound to our hands, verse 8, this lesson must shape every action we undertake. In being bound to our foreheads, verse 8, it must shape everything we see. It should so permeate the family culture that the very architecture of the home is part of the curriculum, verse 9. If surrounding your child with godly instruction is putting them in a quote-unquote Christian bubble, then God actually loves that kind of Christian bubble. He said so in his word. Of course, the Christian bubble metaphor, while useful and thought-provoking, quickly moves past its point of usefulness. Bubbles are fragile and impenetrable, qualities not befitting God's covenant community. Those decrying the quote-unquote Christian bubble do have valid concerns, desiring that children be integrated within their communities, not alienated from them. There is often a fear that an overly sheltered child won't grow the strong roots that the winds of adversity foster leading to a complete uprooting at university or the workplace. These are natural concerns and worthy of a much larger discussion. My aim is actually not to provide an exhaustive manual, but rather a principle foundation. God wants parents to saturate their child's life with godly instruction. There will be hard conversations to be had and wise decisions to be made along the way. But while nuance and balance are important, Saturating your child with godly instruction is the big E on the eye chart. That's our primary responsibility, our God-given duty. We are to walk wisely in this path and trust God in His kindness to bless all those who walk in His ways.